1: Welcome to the Good Morning Football program. I'm Kyle Brandt, Jamie Erdahl, and Parts Unknown. That's Jason McCordy, 13 years in the league. Peter Schrager, never played the game. What's no, up, guys? Never played the
2: game nope. yet,
3: love it. Yep. You know the game, though. Yeah, I, I do. Know.
2: Hey, as the season draws closer, we're going
3: to take a closer
2: look at some back of our favorite moments on this yeah. very show.
3: Yeah, and it's a great mix. We do talk football, but we do it in a way where we have a ton of fun while we're doing it. Nobody has more fun
1: than us. Mm-hmm. And, guys, without further ado, enjoy the very best of Good Morning Football. Um,
4: It is GMRB week. Good morning, running backs. We're talking about you. You're a little topical right now in the NFL. We got one at the table this week. Never had the opportunity myself to interview one Leonard Fournette with the mic, but now that I'm getting to know him a little bit better, I wish I could have, which led me to my list. I had a top five, and my honor is such. Top five running backs that I would like to interview at a very specific moment in their lives. Not even just playing days, just in their lives, because a lot of guys have a very fascinating story. Sat down with a lot of these guys in production meetings. But this list is very special. It's a cross-section of talent and personality. Here right. we go. The bus. Let me take you to Jerome Bettis. Ooh. Never had the honor, never have had the honor to meet one Jerome Bettis. He's the best. Loved him in all the commercials that heard on. I loved watching him play. But specifically, I would have liked to interview Jerome Bettis in his comeback Player of the Year season. This was when he was tra- traded from the Rams to the Steelers. He went from L.A. to St. Louis Offense changed from run to pass. The Rams were like, I don't know what to do with you. He's like, trade me. I want to get out of here. I still have more to give. He indeed did. He went to the Steelers, gave him everything he had. And then he became this media sensation that everyone knows and loves. And I've never had the chance to meet him. Everybody I've ever asked, great guy. But specifically, it would have been 1996, comeback player of the year, Jerome Bettis. That's what I would have wanted to interview that. That's number five. That's the bus. That's number five. Uh, also, a little sidebar, I have four Super Bowl champions on my list. This guy is my lone non-Super Bowl okay. champion, but I hope it for him because it is a friend of our show, Jamal Williams.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. We all know
4: Jamal Williams is an excellent interview. We've seen it on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> the Melissa Stark interview from this season after the Packers game is what will live down in infamy. I think we played it on our show a dozen times. Yep. Then he came on our show and helped us host for two or three days. We couldn't get enough of him. Yep. The anime, the personality. But what I love most about Jamal, he is so authentic. And any time you talk to him, he tells you what he means. He comes on this show. He's good for three hours. He's done. He's like, this isn't really my style. I'm more of an introvert. We're like, what? Jamal Williams, you're on. You're making Melissa Stark and everybody else cry on Sunday Night Football any time I want to talk to this man. But I think great things are coming for Jamal Williams. So his yeah. is a in-the-future interview because I think he's going to win something big. here. Okay. I like that. All right. Larry Zonka. Let me take All you back right. to Kyle Brandt's favorite NFL team, and that is the undefeated. Miami Dolphins, 17-0. Right. Larry Zonka, the running back for the Dolphins, Logan. he was <laughs> he was paired up with Mercury Morris. Frankly, I couldn't decide between the two because allegedly Mercury Morris was the running back on the team that was allowed to show some personality. But I want to know what Zonka has to say. Not when he was playing though. I don't care about the fact that you went 17-0. You know what Larry Zonka did after he retired? Sure. He moved to Alaska. He started doing uh, fishing stories and television shows. Oh. He once was on a boat with six people that capsized, and they had to wait for the coast guard for ten hours to come and rescue That's true. His, ten hours? people. Ten hours they were ca- the boat almost capsized. They had to bring them back. I want to talk to Larry Zonka after that happened to him. That's Can you imagine reason. on a no. boat for ten hours? Look at that look shirt, shirt on. Zonka. I know the shirt and the mustache oh, and the mustache. Seventies
1: were a wonderful time.
4: <laughs> All right, at number two. Okay. John Riggins. All right. I know yeah, I'm from the 70s as a running back. I was born in 1988. Some of this doesn't make sense. I may have relied on I, I phoned a friend. I phoned a friend. Okay. I called Gary Danielson, the you man did? that I used to work with on the SEC on CBS. He may have given me a little bit more background on Zonka and Riggins that I didn't have. Here's a story about John Riggins. One from the Jets, goes to Washington, wins a Super Bowl with Washington. The cool thing, Lenny, I want to run this one past you about John Riggins. Oh, my God. That- Football wise, look at that hair. He is one of these guys that has an incredible amount of accolades over the age of 35. He's one of those OG old heads, if you will. He was the first, the oldest guy to have 150 yards in a game rushing yards. Three touchdowns in a game. He has eight 100-yard rushing games after the age of 35. Mm, wow. And he is the oldest running back to ever have 30-plus rush attempts in a game at, That's like, awesome. 36 and a half. That's yeah. crazy. Also, in 1982, there was an All-Star game. Gary Danielson told me that John Riggins brought beer to the locker room for everybody. Hell yes. Right? This is a guy I want to hang out with. This is why he's number two on my Cigarettes list. Cigarettes, too. Probably. I want to interview yeah. him at that All-Star game. I Looks interview like that he's All-Star bringing game. more
1: than beer through my God. I
4: know, right? It's great hair. That's my number two. <laughs> what the hell? That's my number two. All number right, one. the
1: number one?
4: Sweetness. It has to be sweetness oh. because it's Walter Payton because growing up in Minnesota, I remember watching the Vikings in the 90s as a kid and my dad was like, here's what the thing, kid, is you missed on watching Walter Payton when he was around with yep. the Bears. Super Bowl champion, everything champion. This guy was the man. I would love to talk to Walter Payton about the honor that he must feel, the fact that the NFL Man of the Year Award was named after him. I think he would have felt um, such pride in that, everything he did, playing the game, winning everything he did, bringing the Bears to what they were in 1985. But the fact that the entire league on a Saturday night in February honor somebody who is bringing so much back to their community and the game doing it all for themselves and their team and it's named after that last name on the jersey I think is an incredible feat and I would love to ask him just how proud he must be of that. I know his children must be proud but I had to put Walter Payton on my list and he's number one. Top five running backs that I would like to interview at a very specific moment in time in their lives I've got four Hall of Famers And Jamal Williams, who knows what is to come for this young man. I had to get a current guy on the list, but there's my list. What do you guys think?
3: Go ahead, Jay. I love it. (laughs) You see Walter Payton at number one. You cannot argue against that. Jerome Bettis at five. I love that. Jerome Bettis known as the Bus. Huge running back while he's playing. this. Yes. I want to know what Jerome Bettis' diet was. What was he mm-hmm. eating to stay name. that big, but also be able to run that fast? Mm-hmm. No, Barry Sanders. You don't want to interview Barry. Get a little bit more he out of a, him.
4: I, Barry's a man of action. I also left Marshawn Lynch off the list, but I feel like <laughs> yeah. we've heard from Marshawn okay. and from Barry. Okay. We got it. Like I we understand you. what's
5: going I on. We think Lenny. <laughs> that's a great. It's a great list. You know. Uh, Jamal, you know, I'm an anime guy myself. There you so go. Know, I watch it. Oh. Uh, Jerome, you know, great guy. Larry, old school. You know, John, old school. Mr. Walter, old, old school. So <laughs> uh-huh. I agree. I love it. Thank you. It's a beautiful list. Any running back
1: all time. I can think of a time in the mid-90s you'd like to interview a former Bills running back, but I, I would leave him off. I would go with... um Thurma Thomas. Yeah, Thurman Thomas, exactly. And Leonard's picking up my vibe. You know, Larry Zonka was also the host of American Gladiators, maybe my favorite oh. television show yes. of all time. That was a really iconic show. They're just yep. doing a documentary about it now. So he would have all kinds of things. I think Riggins... Man, Riggins is tough to beat. Right? He He has, like... Palatable political takes. He has things to say. He used yes. to set up his camera in his backyard, just talk. Riggins, sweetness <laughs> is sweetness, but I, Riggins might be the number one. It's a great list.
4: Thank you, thank you. And the the bringing the beer in the locker room, like yeah. I, I was like Gary, anybody know that? It Can I say it? Ashtrays
3: sure. in the locker room. <laughs> <on> the <bench>. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: know now it's like not so risque, but I think it was awesome. I'd love to hang out with him.
1: <laughs> Two lies and a truth. Here's how it's gonna work. Shaq, you're gonna be presenting us with three statements about you. Two of them are just utter BS, <laughs> and one is true. We are gonna take turns trying to guess which of the three is true. Jamie, Jason, you ready? I'm ready.
4: So. I'm ready. Yeah. I want to. Hear, I like to hear the backstories behind all the right things. Right. It's like I, sometimes it's so blasphemous, but like you have to hear the real reason and the why.
5: Take it away, Shaq. Here we all right. go. All right, everyone. Here's the first one. All right. Which of the following statements is true about me? Is it A. I've never lost a game to the Rams in my entire career. B, once I caught an interception in college while wearing a cash. Mm. Or C, I had five sacks in a national high school championship game.
3: Oh, this is a tough one. I feel like these are all possible. Yeah. But for whatever reason, you you rushed the pass. We just showed you sacking Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go with C. You had an unbelievable game and got to the quarterback five times in a high school championship game.
4: In a high school game, high school game. I I think... I'm going to go cast in college. I'm going to go cast in college, and I think you caught a pick, because I think you can do something like that, something so special. Caught caught a pick. Maybe it was pick six. I don't know. Maybe you did it. It was B.
1: I would think the Rams, you played the Rams in the McVay era, and they're they're very good, so I I feel like you maybe have lost one to them. I'm also going to go with B,
5: and I hope we have video. I think it's B caught an interception with a cast on in college. Mm. Pretty good answers. And the correct answer is B. Dang I once caught an interception in college with wearing a cast.
4: Okay, tell us about it.
5: Okay, so... I broke my hand, my right hand at that. Um, My pinky finger was broke, and then uh, my ring finger was broke. And I ended up having to have a a cast on during the seven games of the season. Uh And once I caught the pig, I remember just having it at the tip of my fingers at the time. It's funny because my brother was there at the time, and when you're talking about needing help with a lot of stuff, I'm talking about eating. My brother used to hold my fork.
4: He used to oh write my notes. gosh.
5: Wait, you had how many? I had no fingers <laughs> at the time, is what I'm telling you. I had none. I had a cast on. Jason and my has, brother, has one hand. My brother. No, uh, you had, talking about twin brother Love? He, he, he yes. was literally my right hand. Awesome.
4: So, so literally, you couldn't <laughs> even put a pen in between your fingers like this. So he not was not at all. Reading. He was
5: my note taker, my feeder. And just all around. But he yeah. couldn't
4: catch picks for it. you. Couldn't catch it. No, picks I
5: caught those
3: myself.
4: Yeah, you did.
5: Mm. <laughs> I wonder the trouble you had going to the bathroom when you were all finished. All right. I thought about it. I was like, whole you whole don't want to hear the details yeah. on that. That's a tough, <laughs> deep, well, <laughs> unbelievable. This okay. is What I mean about the
4: stories that come with the right answers. It's <laughs> really good. All
5: right, go the is good stuff. All right. All right. Here's another one for you all. Which one of the following statements is true about me? A. I have a Chihuahua named Big Joe. Wow. B, I've been to all 50 states. Or C, I was nicknamed Huggy Bear as a
4: kid. All right, let's go. Well, Uh, I was a little chubby growing up. B is definitely
3: not an option for me. I could care less about all 50 states. (laughs) You have a chihuahua named Big Joe. Uh, that, uh, hey, I, I'm just believing that somehow or another. It's true. You have this
5: little dog. You called him Big Joe. Uh,
4: you you told us yesterday that you uh, are a new dad. Is that correct? Yes. How old is your son?
5: He is about to be six weeks on
0: Sunday. Okay, oh, and, yes. and apparently Shaq's
4: yes, son has the same Shaq Griffin cheeks, right? Yes, so does. I think the huggy bear uh, thing works because Shaq said, I did not understand. People used to grab my cheeks when I was a kid. I never got that. Now my son has the cheeks. They're so cute all day to describe him. I think Huggy Bear had the cheeks. But
1: research. Well, I mean, right? look, Huggy Bear is the name of a famous pimp, so I I mean that... It's, it's, what do you mean? You said it. It's true. You didn't name him. Yeah. Uh, you've been sitting with us for a day and a half. You haven't mentioned you, your dumb little dog. I mean your chihuahua. Um, so I'm gonna say you've been to all 50 states. The most boring one, but I'm gonna guess it's true.
5: Okay, and the correct answer is... A. Uh-huh. I have a Chihuahua oh, named no? Big Joe. What? Yes, I have a Chihuahua named Big Joe. He's Other four pounds he He's now. four pounds. Yeah, he's very stylish. Yeah. Like, oh I like my. the swag, and, you know, he, Yo. he's, a, he's an aggressive guy. I call him Big Joe because he's a little dog who takes huge steps. Uh. You know, he, yeah, he, he's the protector of the house, and you, you don't want to catch a fight with him. How does he about the six-week Uh, He's learning. He's learning. He's, triggered? He's learning. He kinda, when he first had him, he kind of put his paws on top right. of his chest, but we stopped him. It's okay. a little aggressive, but, you know. All
1: right, let's get to the next question because we're loving this so much. <laughs> I want to get as many as we can. Go.
5: All right, here's the last one. What well, is the last one? Which of the following statements about me is true? A, I competed in tap dance competition growing up. B, I've never gotten a brain freeze. Or C, I played in a middle school marching band.
3: So, all right. All right. The one thing about guys <laughs> from is Florida B? is they love to dance. They're usually in some type of dance group where they're <laughs> juking and they're doing all these moves. They are shaking. Right? So, 100%, the answer is A, tap dance competition growing up. These boys love to dance. That's one thing I know about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: I'm not gonna say B because you you are an emotional you you, you you feel things you yes. cry every time you laugh on this show like you are just streaming down your face right so I think you have had a brain freeze what would you have played in the middle school marching band I don't mm-hmm. know so I'm gonna go marching band maybe like the okay. ba- maybe you're like the the leader the baton guy
1: nah. who has who has lifetime stats on their brain freezes. That, like that? <laughs> Who was like, never. Look, I'm the Iron Man. Never done it. I can suck down a whole Slurpee. Jason said, these boys love to dance. I just bring that up because we were covered at the time. That was Jason who said that. Uh, that
3: wasn't you? No. Uh, no. You don't know uh, what
1: juking is? But uh, No. Yes, oh. Say it again. I don't even want you to say that word to me. <laughs> but I do want to see Shaq tap dance, and I feel like maybe that's the answer. So I'm going to say A, and if it is A, we have a dance floor right here, if you want.
5: <laughs> okay, and the correct answer is... See, I played in a middle school marching band. I played the baritone. I know, it's like the next thing to a tuba. Oh, It's so funny because I told all my family members, you need to come watch me play. I was kind of in the back, but when we was marching, I used to throw like the peace signs, like, y'all see this? And I used to throw my own little dance to it. (laughs) It's hard to make the baritone (laughs) look cool. Cause you got all the drummers, you got yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it didn't work, but the dance was cool. I got, uh-huh, you know, my uh-huh. mom was recording me. Uh-huh. She was happy. Everybody uh-huh. at home. I felt was like they were like celebrating me, but it could have been alone. someone else. But yeah, I felt you were like I felt it felt like it was for me. Mm. And like, like,
3: it is hard to make it cool. Everybody at home watching is like baritone? baritone. I don't I, don't even, I can't even recognize <laughs> right? <you> know, like, <laughs> it. Baritone, baritone is a baritone. type of singer
5: with a deep voice. What's the instrument?
4: Thank you for paralleling to the tuba. We're gonna have to look up what a baritone is. It's
5: like smaller version of a tuba. Smaller
4: version. Like it was i well.
5: Like no, that's not me. I need something smarter. Then I got the baritone. I wanted you to say, hey,
1: no brain freezes ever.
4: Not this guy.
1: I was kind of hoping that would be it. It's the baritone. Yes. That's amazing. We learned a lot. We, we really did. did. Big Fantastic
4: Good job, Jack.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Welcome to the 2023 Good Morning Football Quarterback Draft. You saw our previous uh, action and our activity here on set was to determine the draft order. And here it is, the full draft order determined entirely by lottery, randomness, and good old fashioned luck. I will have the first pick. Peter Schrager second. Jamie Erdahl back-to-back picks three and four. Then eventually, a few hours from now, we will get to Jason McCourty, sort of in that drafting Brock Purdy range last year. Then I will come with my second pick, number seven, and Peter Schrager will have something cooked up for the Mr. Irrelevant of our quarterback draft. Remember, these are quarterbacks right now currently in the league. You can take anybody you want. You can take a rookie. You can take a veteran. You can take someone who's second string. It doesn't matter. It is your team. Once you are on the clock, you'll have 30 30 seconds to make your selection. As I said, all current quarterbacks eligible.
3: Are the three of you ready? Ready as I'm done. Be. I
1: believe so. Jason, you seem glum.
3: Yes, I am. Five and six was not the spot I wanted to be in.
1: I'll make something of it. Make something. Oh, I definitely you weren't will. exactly a first-round pick yourself, so let's figure <laughs> that uh, out.
3: I had um, seven <laughs> minutes between segments.
2: I have fortunately conducted S2 cognition tests with every mm, starting wow. quarterback oh. in the NFL, and I will base pick, make my pick based solely on that. Oh, that helps me out. Now I feel really That's good it. about
1: five okay. I think Peter actually means he'll be using chat GPT <laughs> to make his pick. But guess what, folks? It's a little bit awkward, but I am on yeah. the clock. Yeah. Yeah. The commissioner no slash <laughs> owner. No. no conflict of interest. No, no yeah. conspiracy. I am on the clock. You can start the 30 seconds. I plan to take all 30 of them because why the hell not? You know, you know, in our NFL draft, we, we knew the Panthers knew who they were taking. You milk that sucker a little bit. You sit around, you wait. God, it feels good to be the number one overall pick. I can just sit here and I can take anybody. I could take any quarterback. You guys can't. I can take anyone I want. And, um, you know, I want someone who is a, a slugger. Who can hit jacks, who was a powerful athlete and could have gone pro in baseball. With the number one overall pick, I will take Patrick Mahomes from the oh! Kansas City Chiefs. He is off the board. Sorry, Peter. Crestfallen reaction. I'll go sit over in my commissioner's chair. You are on the clock for pick number two.
2: I wanted Mahomes back. I, I was actually considering offering you a trade, the second and the eighth. <laughs> for the first and the seventh, but it made no sense.
1: Peter, can I tell you, I didn't want him. I just
2: wanted you to not have him. I know, (laughs) I know. We're division rivals. Um, All right, I'll be honest with the viewers at home. I'm debating between Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Sure, Mm. sure. One of the guys has maybe some more big time wins. One of the other guys has maybe some more big time jacks as a Toronto Blue Jay. Um, The second overall pick I'll be selecting Joe
1: Burrow. Yep, there for the you Cincinnati go. Cincinnati Bengals. Burrow off the board. Holds up the hat. Mm. Jamie Erdahl with back-to-back picks at three and four. For three sure. and four. First, yes. I would
4: like to address. My clock may start. Um, we're picking on the buzzer or after the buzzer. We're cool with that, Absolutely, it? Yes. okay Absolutely.
1: We'll we're not going to have someone run up and steal your pick. In okay. fact, you have so 25 seconds. That was pick ideal. number three.
4: I do. Well, I, I'm not going to disclose who I am debating because my debate is with myself since I have back-to-back picks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that uh, Peter's leftovers may become someone else's champion. So... Um, You know, he may not have the commitment yet from his current team, but I am willing to commit my third overall selection to Mr. Joe Burrow. Mr. I just over just off just the board, over. Jamie. You're oh, rattled
1: as usual. Sorry, There's Josh, only two oh my gosh. Is that a pass? I mean, no, it's not a pass. An unbelievable transference. Oh, the attorneys are losing their minds. Jamie, I want you to. I want you to. Wait. I want to
4: talk to this camera.
1: Go ahead. No, that. No, talk to this one. Sheer
4: panic. I panic in these segments. I admit them. Before we start, I said, guys, I don't like this. I don't like this kind of pressure. Give me 17 hours of live television, but three minutes of picking something with 30 seconds on the clock. That's fine. Jamie, I'm going to ask.
1: Allen. I'm gonna ask you to do. Please go take a seat before we get to pick we number four. Have now been given, Sam Howell. It's <laughs> incredible, Don't incredible, incredible thing. Don't Sam Howell like that. For the record and for posterity, Josh. Jamie did take Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, Thank you. and that was before she tried to talk to the wrong camera as well, which should probably be wheelhouse for a television professor. Jamie's taking on water. We get one of those brown bags for her to breathe in. Now, Jamie, here's the problem. You're also on the clock with the next oh, pick. Jamie, if you, if you come up here. And take Patrick Mahomes <laughs> or Joe Burrow She's again out of the league. She's going to be relegated. We down. will contract the league into 31 yes. teams. In this case, three teams. Yes. I'm sorry, Jamie, <laughs> but some things deliver, uh, and your draft segments are undefeated now. <laughs> the most terrifying thing I've ever said, That's Jamie. Overall pick. <laughs> you.
4: <laughs> Leave me alone.
1: The first three like, picks are let all me, Joe Burrow. Just let me go. He's so good. He's <laughs> so bring him up. It
4: back down. There we go. So Patrick thank Mahomes, you. Joe Burrow, and
1: then Jamie thank Joe thank Burrow. Twelve know. seconds later. Never yeah. Josh Allen. I did say Josh Allen. With the fourth overall pick. Uh, uh, Fear down my spine, Jamie Erdahl. You have to pick a current quarterback. I'm
4: not. I'm going to I'm gonna tell the story right now, but I'm not picking this guy. That video that we just saw of Drew Locke blacking out and saying, I didn't know what I was rapping. This, I black out during these segments. Kay? I don't know what's Jamie, happening.
1: Jamie, that was two segments ago. No one saw it. Just, yeah. just focus on right now. Say one quarterback Ready? who's not Burrow, Allen, or Mahomes.
4: Any. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron a great Rodgers. pick. Thank All right. you. Thank great, great Eddie. job.
1: Applause. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. She survived. She's incredible. Out. She going. P- Peter 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 she said, just say any quarterback. First name out of her mouth, Drew Locke. <laughs> it's, it's an incredible thing, Jamie. Wow. But the fact is, we have four quarterbacks off the board. To review, I started taking Patrick Mahomes. Peter took Joe Burrow. Jamie took Josh Allen eventually, and then with her second straight pick, Aaron Rodgers. So Jason McCourty has been sitting there like so many Aaron Rodgers, Brady Quinns, et al., Will Levis. You are finally up. And with back-to-back picks, yes. number
5: five, please,
3: Jason McCourty. Yeah, you didn't mention I was sitting there like Jason McCourty was on draft day. I'm sorry. Uh, I have my those? I have my card because when you go up there, you have to have a card. Smart. <laughs>
5: if, if Jamie
3: maybe had a card with a name on it, she could have possibly. You don't need a card. Who to draft. Yeah, it's not that many. Uh, to like we don't have 200 and something picks. Five and six. I am taking my time here. Fifth overall pick. I can't believe this guy is still here. I'm going to draft a guy who just got paid by his franchise because they believe in him and we believe in him. Jalen Hurts There you go. to the team. Me. We are going to get it done. Forget about the old quarterback that went before you, Jalen Hurts. Welcome to the squad. I am not bringing the commission up here. I am just going to That's stand bad. here because <laughs> I feel comfortable handling the pressure and making my draft picks. Yes, yeah, so from five to six, we go with Jalen Hurts, the mobile quarterback, the guy that can get it done, that played really well in the Super Bowl and he will return there for our team. The next, we're going with a wonder kid, a guy that has broken record since he's coming to the league has fallen short in the playoffs mm-hmm. as well last year but he made it to the playoffs the next step is getting over the hump, hump and with that sixth overall pick i am going with justin herbert the social media quarterback justin herbert welcome to the squad jalen justin we are getting it done fifth, fifth, fifth.
1: jason McCourty, all class all composure Guys, let's check in. Here we go. Peter, take us through it.
2: An unbelievable list right now. I don't think last year if you said Jalen Hurts would go top five, anyone would have that, and yet no one shrugs. Everyone says great pick. Justin Herbert, six. These are all big names. Some guys are still on the board, though, and Kyle, it's down to you and me. Seven and eight to round out our top
1: eight. I'm conflicted. I will be candid. In my war room, on my big board, I was actually looking at this pick for Aaron Rodgers, who went early. Jamie took him at number four overall, so I have to scramble – And I will be candid with the audience as well. I have two names on my mind, Mm -hmm. two names. Uh, I'm not gonna reveal the name because I don't want to help Peter with his last pick. Uh, With the seventh overall pick in the Good Morning Football 2023 quarterback draft. I'm still conflicted as the words come out of my mouth. I select Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens will join the number one overall pick Patrick Mahomes for a very talented, very wealthy squad that I have. Lamar and Patrick Mahomes are my two picks. But we have our final pick. Peter, you are up with the eighth overall selection.
2: Yeah, look, I look at this thing. There's only one quarterback left on the board who uh, has that upside that I want. Uh 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 That has a playoff win that I can pair with my guy Joe Burrow, look at my team and be like, mmm, that's good. Now, that guy's there. are 15 seconds left. So is Dak. Mm-hmm. So is Cousins. Mm-hmm. So is Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So is Matthew Stafford. There's plenty of names on this list. Peter's going to take Stafford. And yet, the quarterback I will be selecting has long, flowing blonde hair, mm-hmm. plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and just went into Justin Herbert's world and came back from 27 points. Trevor Lawrence will be the mm-hmm. overall selection. And that is a wild exercise to do
1: on May 17th. But Kyle, let's take a look at our eight quarterback selected. The picks are in. Patrick Mahomes goes number one. Joe Burrow runs up to the podium. Peter takes the number two. With uh, much drama and it's trending everywhere on social media, Jamie goes back to back with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Jason finally joins the party. First NFC and only NFC quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Justin Herbert. Great quality with Justin Herbert there at the sixth pick. And then I take Lamar Jackson. I was going back and forth between Lamar and Trevor Lawrence. Sure enough, Peter comes up and takes Lawrence number eight. Peter mentions some of these names. The people in the green room who will be going home, who need to bring two suits to the draft. Uh, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, a lot of what? NFC quarterbacks. Justin Fields, Matthew Stafford. We have some Super Bowl champions there. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, not even Derek mentioned. Derek Carr. Derek Tua. Carr, not even mentioned. Tuatanga Tonga by Loa. That is it, guys. We have eight quarterbacks. That's the draft they win in. Here's how I
2: want it. I want the – if the social media or if Gina can do this, I think we put the tandems together Mm. and we vote on which tandems the best. Who are your two quarterbacks? Great
1: call. The quick roundup, we each drafted two. My two quarterbacks – my two quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. That squad. I love it. Jason, who you
3: got? My two are Jalen Hurst, the runner-up to the MVP, (laughs) and Justin – Herbert. Those are my two guys.
4: Mine are Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers.
3: And I've got Joe
2: Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. This is something here. This is a good list. Curious to see what the
1: viewers believe. Please weigh in. Team Erdahl faces off week one of the NFL season.
0: Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring,
3: Welcome back to Good Morning Football. We've been talking quarterbacks all week with GMQB, and now I'm here, and I'm going to finish out the week with a new top five list, one that's kind of personal to me. I'm going to give you guys my sneaky top five good quarterbacks during my playing days. You see it sneaky. with this beautiful graphic. Sneaky. This right. is like the snake skin back there. Snakes are sneaky, all of that. Sure. Let's get this list started. Number five is going to be a little controversial. I want to know what you guys think at the table and at home. Number Number five, I am going with Colin. Kaepernick. Uh-huh. A guy whose career was cut short, didn't play his last year. It was only 29 years old. Obviously, all the off-the-field stuff his activism and different things. Have your own opinion on it. That is not why we are here today. Right. We're here to appreciate the two seasons where he was unbelievable. Stepped on the scene after Alex Smith, took his 49ers to the Super Bowl, and when Cap got out there, you could not figure out how to stop him early on. This guy had 90-something yard runs. He was all over the place, throwing the ball strong on Colin Kaepernick was a ton of fun to watch, to play against, but he was hard to stop in that San Francisco offense, obviously under Jim before he left to go to Michigan. So Colin Kaepernick coming in number five on my list, a guy whose career could have been better if he was able to continue playing but never got picked up. That was number five. At number four on my list, I'm going with a quarterback that everybody knows went to Harvard. This is a guy who is on TV now, just starting a commercial for Amazon Prime. We may not even remember his playing career when he's done playing football, when he's done playing, doing a broadcasting thing, but Ryan Fitz, Patrick, this guy played for so many teams, starting for a number of them. And Fitz was the type of guy where he was sneaky good because some days, some Sundays you go out there and he'd be sneaky bad. You didn't know if he was going (laughs) to throw three interceptions or torch you for four touchdowns. But you knew when you were playing against him, he was going to bring passion. He would try to run you over to pick up a first down on third. This guy loved the game of football and I got a chance to be teammates with him for a season. He would go in and he would challenge practice squad players every day in practice. If you get a pick on me, I will give you $200 from practice. That's the type of competition (laughs) you would want every single day. Not lying. Mm. That was Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that was the energy and the mojo that he brought to your team. Coming in at number three, I'm going with a guy who was battle-tested. Alex Smith went through a tough injury, came in as the first overall pick, but this guy was a really good quarterback throughout his career, beyond sneaky good. This guy obviously going as the number one pick had the fourth most wins of a number one pick ever listen to really? some of the names that were before him John Elway okay. Eli Manning Terry Bradshaw and Peyton Manning those are the only four names in front of him for wins for a number a one good quarterback tribute. being drafted good. yes a lot. you don't know stuff like that Alex Smith a really good football player Kansas City Chiefs 49ers and obviously finishing in Washington another guy that's on TV and it's fun to watch From Alex Smith, we go to number two. And there's another guy who's in the booth, The Wizardry. I'm talking about Tony Romo. You don't have to remember him from the bobbled snap. Tony Romo put up big numbers. Undrafted player, Dallas Cowboys, America's team. And Tony Romo was a really good quarterback. This guy for the Cowboys has a ton of records for them. All time this, all time that. Tony Romo was the guy. Look at his full screen right here third and wins, passing yards, passing teams, passer rating, all of those things, number one on the list. Tony Romo was so much fun to go against, so much fun to watch, and the thing I like most was this guy was undrafted. Mm. Undrafted, had to come in, had to earn his way, sat behind Drew Bledsoe, and got his opportunity and took off with it. And finally, for number one of sneaky good quarterbacks yeah. during my playing days, I am going with one. Carson Palmer. Go on. This guy, yes. Carson Palmer, a really good quarterback. I mean, we have to remember, this guy was throwing the ball to... Chad Johnson on one side and Terrell Owens on the other side. So I could not imagine what those practices were like. Only player in NFL history with 4,000 yards in a season with three different teams. More career passing touchdowns. Joe Montana, Steve Young, Dan Fouts, Jim Cully, and Warren Moon. This guy, number one overall pick in 2003 out of USC, Carson Palmer. Big arm rated to the Super Bowl with the Cardinals. Cardinals. I'm going with Carson Palmer, sneaky good list at number one. One guy, Peter said to me before we started, Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub is probably the one guy you say, yeah, he probably belongs on this list. Not going to lie. Make your arguments. Matt Schaub, another really good quarterback. But guys, I want to know, what do you think of the list, What you got?
2: Here, I, I love this list. I love everything about it. I love the era. I love that you... The common denominator on all these guys, they didn't win crap. None of these guys won a Super Bowl, right? So I guess if you win a Super Bowl, can you not be sneaky good? Because... I'm waiting for you to say Joe Flacco's name the entire time you're up there, and I'm like, Flacco had the greatest playoff run of all time. Flacco Flacco went 11. Was touchdown. he sneaky good? Though? Not sneaky enough. Is he not sneaky not enough? Yeah, that's the question. Is that, that like an obvious
3: that we say that? Flacco, while he was playing the Super Bowls and doing those things, he was one of the better quarterbacks, yeah. one of the best quarterbacks he, in the NFL, the same opposite, with a Matt Ryan as well.
4: The opposite end of the Flacco conversation wasn't the joke always like, is he elite? Like if yeah. you're gonna ask if a guy is elite, I don't think they can be underrated. I love the Romo I, because I think the, the more we hear Tony on Sundays. That's kind of become the Tony Roma that people know. Mm -hmm. And then you look back at why he's known. And you're right. Like, we should no longer look at just like his botches, if you will. Like, you have to appreciate the whole body of work. He was so fun to watch. He
1: was awesome. I would like to hear Romo call a Romo game. Mm. Oh, really fun. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. 200 bucks for an interception. Yeah. Was there any incentive if he beat them for a touchdown? And did this happen often? I've never heard this.
3: No, no incentive. Because think about it. You're the quarterback. You're the guy. You're supposed to be able. This is the scout team defense. Mm. You're supposed to go out there and dominate against them. Mm. Fitz goes in. We were in Tennessee. Remember, Jake Locker was our starter. He goes down. Fitz takes over, and Fitz would go out there. And he wanted to get the best out of them. So for a guy on practice squad, you come in there. Yeah, cool. Two hundred dollars cash when you walk out. It's I
1: kind of like these. Uh, many of these guys had a bizarre chapter in their career. Yeah. it's you know Fitzpatrick's. Carson Palmer Raiders highlights are really strange to look at. It was a strange little chapter pre-retirement, post-Bengals yeah. retirement. Like that is a strange chapter for your number
0: one guy, also number one overall pick. You go into your shower feeling